Whoa, I don't think I even want to hear your story. All of you must hear the Scarlet Spider story. My name is Ben Riley. I'm related to this reality's Peter Parker. How? I'm his clone. Or maybe he's my clone. We're not sure. I'm the real Spider-Man. I don't know what kind of mind game this is, but I'm the real Spider-Man. The real Peter Parker. You see? Clones. I thought I was that clone. I tried to stay out of Peter's life by taking on a new identity. Dyed my hair, changed my name to Ben Riley. When I became a costume hero of the Scarlet Spider, it really made him angry. But the next big blow came from Dr. Kurt Connors. He discovered that, according to our genetic structures, it might be Peter who was the clone, not me. That news pushed Peter Parker over the edge. Now he hated me with a passion. This is starting to sound like a bad comic book plot. It gets worse. Why didn't you just tell me I was a clone? The cloning process has proven unstable. Welcome back to another episode of Clones Saga Chronicles, the podcast powered by Spidey-Dude.com and the Spidey Dude Radio Network. I am your friendly neighborhood webmaster and host of Clones Saga Chronicles, and this particular episode we're titling it Scarlet Spider and the New Warriors. This particular episode of, of uh, CSC, this is episode 55, is a episode that's going to be completely devoted to Scarlet Spider in both... 90s continuity and mainstream continuity. So we're going to cover a lot of books tonight. We're going to start um, in the 90s because we're going to do it everything in chronological order. So this half this episode will be set in the 90s. The other half will be set in the 2013. 2013 uh, was when the Scarlet Spider joined the New Warriors of the modern day. So oh, if you're following along in the trades, we uh, a few episodes ago we did like... Uh, Epic complete finished up epic book number three so now we're going to be moving on to epic book number four epic book number four was uh, I refer to it as the maximum clonage epic book because it has jackal files maximum clonage omega and alpha and, uh, but it has new warriors number 61 now new warriors 61 if you go back to those those uh, the three part maximum clonage epic you'll remember us mentioning about a new warriors issue that kind of just sort of exists now I want to reiterate some things about that New Warriors issue. New Warriors was brought in to the Spider-Man family group of titles. There's a reason for that. That's because during that during this period of time the five editors-in-chief method decided to be instituted. There was five different groups, so there was five editors-in-chiefs, and and during this period they, um, they brought in the New Warriors. So New Warriors 61 is the maximum clonage prologue. So everyone hates a clone. Now, uh, it's got an ominous-looking Spider-Man-like figure that's all shadows in black uh, attacking the New Warriors. So this shadowy figure is going to uh, to go ba- break out um, Matrix. Now, Matrix was a character that was introduced during the Clone Saga uh, for Maximum Clonage. He was impervious to the, to the Carrion virus. And there's a lot of shenanigans that go on with the New Warriors because, really, it's ancillary. So after he breaks in and tries to Try and gets the the giant uh, device. We uh, have him interact with the new warriors. The new warriors try to defeat him. All the, the, and this is Spider Side, by the way. So everybody's favorite Spider-Man clone is in, involved with this somehow. Um, eventually, 
<laughs> Eventually, Spider Side runs off, and then he makes his first appearance in Maximum Clonage Alpha. So then all the shenanigans that happen in Maximum Clonage occur, and then we move on to the next to the next book. So that's that actually completes the Clone Saga epic book. That was the literally the only epic book four was the only thing we were missing was this particular story. So that actually finishes up at uh, Clone Saga Epic Book Four for us. So moving on to Clone Saga Epic Book Number Five. Now Epic Book Number Five has um, New Warriors sixty two, sixty three, and sixty four. So I'm going to keep this very very short when it comes to the New Warriors. It actually opens up with the New Warriors uh, issue sixty two. Now issue sixty two actually has the new trade dress, the New Warriors logo, and it has a bit right there on the front. You've got Scarlet Spider and the, joins the New Warriors. So this is this is a significant issue in that you're you have Scarlet Spider joining the New Warriors. So Spider Side and the Jackal are attacking Matrix, who continues to have like all these animorph, anamorphic powers. Uh, ben is swinging through the city, and he happens to stumble upon the New Warriors and tries to help uh, with <laughs> help him with a cure. Um, and I'm sorry, I keep calling him Matrix. It's actually Helix. Matrix is actually a super Supergirl character, so Mia Copa right there. Um, yeah, because Helix is a great name, right? So um, Ben helps the New Warriors fight Helix, and it's not very successful because Ben has like this MacGuffin gun that uh, will help hopefully get him to stop to stop. Um, Metamorphosize it because every time he he gets attacked, he uh, he's like a he he changes his shape and stuff like that. So literally, they get him to calm down enough, and he gets asked by Firestar if she wants him to join the New Warriors. He reluctantly says yes, and um, so that ends issue number sixty-two. Now remaining in this book, we have a backup story that uh, right afterwards, right after this New Warriors issue, that is actually Scarlet Spider meets the Lizard. That's the only way I can describe it. It's the backup story to Planet of the Symbiots. It's written by Terry Cavanaugh, so yeah, that's exciting. Um, we will cover this in a later. We'll actually cover this in the episode where we talk about Ben Riley versus the Lizard. Um, that will be. I, I think we're going to do this this little five-part saga by itself. We're going to probably do the first part of that particular three-part story in a larger episode because it just really doesn't it doesn't have much to do with that. It kind of is a side story. Uh, and then in the trades, we go to uh, Exile, then we go through all the Exiled stuff, and then we go through Time Bomb, which guest starred the New Warriors. So you're sensing a theme, right? Well, then we go to issue number 63. So, New Warriors targeted, and um, the arm continues to adapt, so the flesh adapts, everything like that. It, everything's adaptation-driven. So, Ben is with the, with the New Warriors. Um, he <laughs> Literally, this is the thing that just kind of cracks me up. Again, I'm only covering the most important parts about each issue with uh, the New Warriors. So, um, straight up, they have... Firestar talking to P- to Ben. Um, you got Justice who's brooding off to the side. Firestar then is in one panel. Then all of a sudden you see Mary Jane because he remind she reminds him of a redhead he once knew. Now you could conceivably say this is Janine, but clearly it's drawn like the Ramita Mary Jane. So it's kind of like whatever, dude. 
we have Ben. They're trying to get Ben to unmask and reveal his identity, but Ben's like, uh, no, I barely know you people. So Ben doesn't do it. So then she, uh, Firestar goes off and has, because she has an appointment to keep and yada yada, etc. etc. Then the villain shows up with a piece, and then Sionex, uh, shows up. And then we have Thrash and Rage are back. So Night Thrasher is back, who is one of the original New Warriors, um, along with Speedball So and Nova back in the early 90s. So issue 64 picks up with Night Thrasher. He's, he's fighting the New Warriors. Ben hardly does anything. He has some paralysis stingers that he throws out, but not much more than that. I mean, literally, he's... He's there just to be there. Like, his um, his purpose serves hardly any function. He has a bit of a convenient moment because they're trying to figure out Alex Power. Alex Power is a uh, power, member of the Power Pack. Now, Alex Power is a guy that um, is a member of the New Warriors, but he doesn't have, like, a... He's kind of like their, um, their microchip of the 90s, you know. That's how that goes. So, Ben Spider-Sense goes off. Some, some chick shows up. Time Slip is her name, and... And uh, apparently she's fought the New Warriors before. Doesn't have any... I really don't have much to say about this. Uh, Then we move on to... um, That's the end of 63. We move on to 64, which is actually... Yes, I am correct. It's actually in the complete Ben Riley epic book number one. So outside of that one backup story that we're going to talk about later... Uh, Epic book number five is complete outside of that backup story. So that's pretty cool. Um, all right, so that book number five opens up with the Parker years. If you've never seen it, it's uh, it's kind of like a recap of the Clone Saga. So that's how it opens because this is this is a different era of Spider-Man because we have Ben Riley as the lead character. So, all right, so then we um, after the Parker years, we have uh, Nita is back and she's out for blood. It is issue 65 of New Warriors. Um, very, very brief. Very brief. Um, primarily a New Warriors story. Ben happens to make an appearance. Uh, he makes an appearance in the fight and doesn't do hardly anything. So, there you go. So then we have the great issue, if you remember episode 33 of Scarlet Spider Unlimited number one. So that's what, that's where we move on to. And then we have Web of Scarlet Spider... And Amazing Scarlet Spider number one. So we we literally go through all of virtual mortality, which is awesome. Virtual mortality ends. Then we have Cyber War. We go through Cyber War. We have the first issue of Cyber War, Web of Scarlet Spider 2. Oh, yes. And Amazing Scarlet Spider number two. Then we have our interruption in the middle of Amazing Scarlet Spider, middle of Cyber War to do uh, Green Goblin number three. So there's that. So Green Goblin number three comes out. And then you think we go to part three of, of Cyber War. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're going to go to issue 66. Now, it's Return to Springdale. This is basically a uh, one-shot issue where Ben's entire function is is he shows up to the to the uh, crash pad, the headquarters of the New Warriors. Um, and... Um, you got Justice doing some internal monologuing, but uh, Ben jumps down and he's like, Whoa, didn't mean to startle you. So, um, you know, he's, he's basically talking about, Well, I really don't fit in around here. And he's trying to, um, um, he's trying to explain without actually revealing his identity um, what's been kind of going on. And then he was like, Well, it would be better if you reveal who you are. Well, Ben's like, I, I can't do it. 
I will soon, Vance, I promise. And then, um... <laughs> that is the entire extent of the issue with Ben. That's it. So, we then get to... And, by the way... Um, just for for your information, that is the last of Ben Riley Epic Book number one. Now, finally, we get to Ben Riley Epic Book number two. Now, why is this? I say finally because this literally is going to wrap the Ben Riley as Scarlet Spider. Now, at this point, when you're reading this book, you're going okay. When you open the book up, you have ASM four hundred seven. Which is the first? Um, which, ben Riley Epic Book One ends with Sensational Zero. So then you open up with ASM four hundred seven, and then Spider Man number uh, sixty four. So two Ben Riley is Scarlet Spider stories. Okay, then we have we go from there to Web of Scarlet Spider number three. For some reason, they decided to continue publishing Web of Scarlet Spider for two months. Because originally it was supposed to be a four-month event. Uh, the writer's staff got it down to two. so But they kept Web of Scarlet Spider for two more months. And so that is where we pick off. Now, everything, else, everything that I've talked about prior has been done by Evan Skolnick, who's done all the stories of, of the Scarlet Spider. Uh we're going to do Nightmare on Scarlet Part 1. Paris Carunios is the penciler. He was the regular penciler on web. Uh, we have a Scarlet Spider saying happy birthday. And um, he's kind of acting like a douche. And when you're reading this book, you kind of think that Scarlet Spider's back. Well, then Scarlet Spider, is, his looks like his spider sense is going wonky. He gets to the ground. All of a sudden, you have a naked man running around. And he's, you know, um, he's literally running around. Somehow he gets into his apartment and, um, he starts calling in. And we all know that what happened with Joe Wade. Joe Wade became the digitized Scarlet Spider during Cyber War. And this is basically the follow up to it. So Joe's partner meets up with him in, in Central Park and then he turns back into, uh, Scarlet. So then he starts swinging around, and then you got Firestar running around, and she's doing some thinking about, you know, her jealous boyfriend and um, that guy with skin-tight spandex, you know. So Scarlet Spider's being destructive. He, uh, She's like, what are you doing, dude? And so he's like, let me show you how much of a good time I can show you, babe, with some tongue. And so he starts, like, macking on Firestar. So all this, like... Will they or won't they, like, little bits and crap, are basically to set up this entire issue. So, like, Scarlet Spider completely pones um, uh, Jessica Jones. And then, all of a sudden, Scarlet Spider's new fangled um, costume debuts at the end of this issue. So we go to Nightmare on Scarlet Part 2, issue 67 of New Warriors. You've got uh, the Jealous Boyfriend, speaking of. Now, I gotta mention the uh, the writer and the penciler. Evan Skolnick did the writing. Patrick Zer- uh, Zercher is the penciler. He did all the pencils for every single issue of of um, New Warriors that we've covered. So we have um, the Cyber Scarlet Spider attacking the New Warriors. Ben jumps into action. 
He hasn't told the warriors about what's going on. Joe eventually reverts back to his human form. He's so tired. Ben finds the warriors and starts talking to them. And uh, um, Ben almost tries to let the slip that he, he is Spider-Man. So Joe's starting to re- transform back into his previous form. So Ben is, you know, <clears throat> uh, trying to play it off like he's he's the same Spider-Man, but it's really not true. Uh, and then we have a Nightmare on Scarlet Part 3 of 3, Web of Scarlet Spider. Um, and so this is Web of Scarlet Spider Part 4. This is the final issue of Web of Scarlet Spider. So Ben is trying to hunt down... I forgot to mention. The end of last of the previous part is, ends with Joe Wade, Scarlet Spider, attacking the TV station that has Speedball there. Speedball there is pissed. So they rush to the TV station... Uh, Joe Wade's partner is trying to get to the TV station. The police won't let them through. You got Speedball being thrown around. We- uh, Joe Wade's Scarlet Spider just completely f- fighting tooth and nail. Uh, very kinetic fight scene. Very '90s fight scene. We finally have Ben and Joe Wade hash it out, and Ben gets like completely knocked on his tail, and he goes, <laughs> he's falling to his death. You can hear Christopher Daniel Barnes talk talking, and then all of a sudden you hear Angel. Thank God! And he's she's like uh, Angel. He's like, oh no, I did it again. You must be an angel. Uh huh. Right. After I buy that line again, tell me about the great deal you got on the Brooklyn Bridge. Firestar, look out! So then we have even more deformed Joe Wade, uh, Scarlet Spider, falling down from a horribly drawn perspective. In per- like the perspective on this is like bonkers. Uh. The three of them are falling down, so um, Justice uses his uh, his psychic powers to prevent the fall. Joe, like, shouldn't have survived. He creates a giant, massive explosion. Joe's partner's like, you know, you've you got to face the pain. you got to face it. And, and then all of a sudden, he reverts back to his human form. It hurts so bad. Uh, she's cut up. The FBI comes in. They're like, it's a classified information. We appreciate your help here, Rose, but uh, we're going to take it from here. And then we have... The only person that really has figured out that Ben Riley is Spider-Man is Firestar. So we have a really awesome... I'm going to say it's an awesome image. It's kind of like looking at it back on it now, it's not the greatest image in the world, but it is kind of... Uh, it was an image that brings back a lot of memories. The last splash page of, of Web of Scarlet Spider number 4 brings back a lot of memories because this was one of the first images that I ever saw on the website. And so, you know, time will tell. The, you know, it's the beginning. So then we go to Spectacular Spider-Man number 230, and then we wrap up this trade. Now, uh, in the next episode, speaking of this trade, we're going to be covering Family Plot number 1 and 2. So that's in this trade. Uh, we're going to cover... Um, that. Fin- I mean, it's a fantastic book. Uh, so we have Family Plot number 1 and 2, drawn by two different, completely different artists with completely different styles. Then we're also going to cover Venom Along Came a Spider. Uh, and then we're going to also cover the holiday special. So we've got Venom Along Came a Spider in this trade. Um, and then the holiday special. Yeah, I think we're going to do a holiday special in the same book. It's in the same book, yes. So Media Blizzard was in this story. So we're going to actually wrap up pretty much all of Epic Book, complete Epic Book number two with our next episode. So the, that is where we are. All right, so at this point, let me give my kind of my 
overall broad thoughts because I just basically did just one giant, huge, complete rundown of all of the Scarlet Spider books that feature the New Warriors. Overall, I think it's an abysmal failure. Um, Overall. I think the artwork with New Warriors got progressively better. Um, I actually like the artwork in Nightmare on Scarlet Part 2. I just think that the story is so absurd that it kind of just defeats the purpose of the artwork. The rest of it, like I said, I spent 20 minutes talking about virtually six or seven issues. Yeah. Yeah, six or seven issues. Started with the issue 62, uh, excuse me, five issues, plus the two issues with um, uh, Web of Scarlet Spider. So I literally spent seven issues talking about, in 20 minutes, doing a complete rundown of all the stuff that Scarlet Spider did. Otherwise, the stuff's forgettable. If it wasn't in the trades, I probably might have covered the f- the two first two issues and then the the last issue of of, of New Warriors. The uh, the stuff in between, hardly anything happens with Ben. And so, therefore, I you know I if you're a completist and you want to see every Ben Ben Riley appearance, absolutely pick it up. If you're not a completist and if you're picking these up in individual issues, then there's no reason to. The good news is, is if you pick up the trades, you're going to get them anyway. So, um, very complete, very thorough. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't in Epic Book Number Three do do the next uh, the because the, the next two issues actually have Ben Riley make a cameo in both of those and really more or less they didn't do that I was kind of surprised so in that regard I'm very very um, I'm going to give it a, a, a D I mean really to me all of it is just kind of there. Um, it doesn't do a whole lot to advance the plot. You have a couple of uh, fun things like the Mary Jane comparisons to Firestar. I'm surprised they didn't bring Iceman in to do a uh, Amazing Friends. I swear to you, the only reason that they brought in the New Warriors was for the Amazing Friends reference. That's it. I mean, it's really that bad. So uh, in that regard, I, again, giving it a D. Um, artwork's okay with the New Warriors issues. Gets really bad with Paris Kaliopios. Uh, with the last two issues of Web of Scarlet Spider, particularly that last issue of Web of Scarlet Spider is just pretty awful. And um, so those would get Fs. Nightmare on Scarlet overall gets an F from me. Uh, the rest of it's just kind of there. So as a result, the, the whole thing is a D. So, yeah. Um, okay, so last episode, moving on. Um, last episode, we covered the 25th issue of... of the Chris Yost written Scarlet Spider. And at the end of that issue, you've got Scarlet and or Araceli in Mexico. I told you that it would directly lead into issue number one. So issue number one of new warriors comes out and they, they announced the team. We talked about it on the show, the war promo, cause they do in all these one word promos and war came up. That actually was the new warriors. Um, you got Ben, you don't got Ben. You got Kane. You got Araceli, and they are joined by Justice, who we talked about in these issues, and Speedball. That's it. Those are the only connections. You got Scarlet Spider, Speedball, and Justice. There is no Firestar. Um, there's no. Um, there, there's nobody else. You don't have Night Thrasher show up. I mean, literally, all these are other characters. You got a 
they they bring in an inhuman they bring in a sunspot who's a who's an actual human that'll come up in a minute um you've got the high evolutionary showing up as the protagonist so that's exciting yeah the high evolutionary is one of the greatest characters in the entire universe i had an episode of crawl space i'm going to i want to do this where george berryman asked me that cuz i go you know um the new the high evolutionary is not a good character he sucks he's terrible and he tried to convince me that he was a great character and then nobody could tell me where in any form because he sucked in uh, in Sp- Spider-Man Unlimited he sucked in Scarlet Spider Unlimited number 1 because they brought this needless crap up you got the evolutionary war where he wasn't that great anyway so i'm not a fan of that so like like what are uh, tell me somebody tell me where he is a great character because I don't know. I can't sit here and say he's a fabulous character because quite frankly, quite honestly, he probably sucks. And that's the honest, that's the bottom line. I mean, he just is not, and I'm not going to say he's, okay, I won't say he's a bad character. I think he's been written incredibly poorly. So anyway, so that that's how we set up this this brand new, all new, new Warriors Starting with part one, um, they bring in Chris Yost. All right, so this all-new Marvel Now initiative, it was one of those big things, the big marketing pushes that they did. So they launched a bunch of new titles. This was all done back in the day. When you look at it, it was written by Chris Yost. Um, It came out on February 19th, 2014. So it was supposed to come out in March. It actually came out a couple of weeks earlier than that. So literally we had, I think uh, issue 25 came out in December and then like we had a month and a half where the, uh, the new warriors came out. So this was 2014. I said 2013, I meant 2014. So, uh, pardon me, Mia Copa real quickly. Um, so I, I just, I, I have to say that Marcus Toe or so, how do you, yeah, however you say it. Uh, does a pretty good job. Um, we open the issue with the uh, high evolutionary. Remember, he had the Animen, um, and like you got this bloody trail, and then he's like, oh, "What did I do wrong? What did we do? What did we do wrong?" Literally, this is like if 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 you read Unlimited number one and then picked up uh, from there, you would be like, "What the hell?" But evol- high evolutionary kills people, uh, kills. The uh, the one of the Animen. We open with Chris Yost. We got Justice and Speedball, and and uh, they're fighting in they're in New Salem, Colorado. Remember back back at this point, there was the Avengers Initiative, and um, uh, they are they have different various super teams in different various parts of the uh, uh, of the country. And then we have we go to Mal. Kane is in is in Mexico with Araceli. It's kind of take it's kind of weird because it kind of rehashes some of issue twenty five, but it kind of expands upon it. Uh, we have a bunch of people that uh, are are about to get mugged. They're in Mexico. Kane dresses up as a Scarlet Spider. He uh, then basically kicks everybody's ass. Just as a hostage situation is about to take place, we got Hummingbird. Araceli Penalba. 
Now, Penelope, this is, I think, the first time I've ever seen, and I just, I've read this several times, that we actually have a last name for Araceli, but she is now known as Hummingbird. Uh, he basically, she makes him be afraid of spiders, and she's like, that's totally awesome. And he's like, <laughs> uh, and then Kane's like, a, he's a complete jerk, because, you know, he has to be. He's like, what the hell is the matter with you? Get the, get the F out of Mexico. So we then go to New York City because everything has to take place in New York City. We got Sun Girl flying around in her little apparatus trying to trying to fight some crime. And um she's listening to the news. We go back to New Salem. We've got uh um Vertigo and and the uh, Speedball and Justice. They're in New Salem because that's where they've been assigned. And they're walking around and they're talking about children of the devil and all that stuff. And I'm going to gloss over a lot of this. Um, and then all of a sudden the evolutionary show up. The evolutionary show up. They're the forebearers of doom. We then pack, pick back up. We're on the beach. Araceli and, uh, and Kane are fighting. And then all of a sudden they're like, why is the, why is the uh, sea red? And all of a sudden you have all these bodies. And Kane's like, I don't know. And then um, all of a sudden we have Farasar Namora of Atlantis. Remember, Namora was killed in the original um, uh, Civil War opening bit. Cut back to New Salem, or cut back to New York City, and she's going into these tunnels. And all of a sudden we pick up where where the Morlocks where the Morlocks are, and then all of a sudden go back to Albuquerque. And we got the new Nova, a.k.a. Sam Alexander. So Jeff Loeb's going to make some money today. And then the evolutionaries show up, and then they uh, they distract Sam Alexander. And the high evolutionary shows up and like incapacitates him. And he's like, I need you. We have a Nova now. And then we go to issue two. So issue two picks up. Uh, same creative team. We're in New York City. We got a guy that has a horn on his head, but he's having to wear a hoodie because reasons, because, you know, he's an inhuman and all that. So it literally picks up with Sun Girl fighting the evolutionaries, and she, he just kind of shows up and he's like, Whoa, what the crap, man? Go back to New Salem where evolutionaries are fighting. Uh, Speedball shows up and the, the warriors are battling. Brocatus is attacked. He was one of the guys that was in New Salem with the warriors. Um, he gets defeated. And, uh, um, <clears throat> you know, he mocks one of the evolutionaries. They, they leave and, you know, you'll know soon enough what's going on. Then you got Kane in Mexico fighting Nemora. Um, not very successfully, I might add. He kind of gets his tail kicked and Hummingbird shows up and, She's like, it's okay to be scared. She does her freaky mind control thing. She's like, do not touch me, do not touch me. And he's like, we're the good guys. Um, you know, he's like, so good, we're gonna let you live. That's what Kane says. And so Kane's, you know, trying to trying to talk to about Namora, and she's explaining what's going on. The evolutionary show up because you know anybody that's unpure is supposed to be taken out. Uh, we have Justice and Speedball. They go to Avengers Avengers Mansion. We have an appearance, a, a gratuitous appearance by Cyclops. They t- talk about the evolutionaries further. So they're apparently a previously established group. I don't know where, but uh, 
you know, Speedball's like, no, we're warriors. We don't need to call the Fantastic Four or anything like that. And got back to Sunspot fighting in the in the in the subway system. Uh, the um, Inhuman absorbs a bunch of energy, and he's like, let's get the hell out of here. The Justice and Speedball show up and try to render some aid. And so there's four of them. Suns, uh, Sunspot's really, really excited. We get more um, images of dead anim- animen, so that's good. Um, Sam's, you know, fly- he's floating around. We get a uh, commentary from the High Evolutionary and telling him about he's going to save humanity and uh, the gods are returning, the Celestials and all that stuff. And we cut to this in issue number three. So, issue number three picks up right where... Uh, it really doesn't pick up right where uh, issue two left off. We get a bit of a monologue about the Celestials. And um, we have an explanation as to what they're doing. And, and um, them dropping off creatures and beings. And, and uh, so he talks about how through Folly we have... Uh, all these humans became superhumans and so that's not good and this was never meant to be and so we're obviously hearing more from uh, Wonder War Mountain and the High Evolutionary and all this jazz and so then then the Evolutionaries show up and we have um, um hmm we have Kane and Sun Girl they're there and and uh like prepare for yourselves for a war is coming because they got they got their butts kicked and and uh, he's an inhuman and get your hands in the air and you got that typical bigoted cop who's ready to shoot people yeah because that's how we do things nowadays and and so basically they offer him a membership uh, we got Kane um, <laughs> Kane is in a giant bubble and he's like and then you got Sam Alexander Spider Man. Spider-Man! No, oh, it's Spider-Man. Just wake up. We're in kind of kind of in trouble here, man. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. This is Sam. He's been to space. You know, Araceli being Araceli. But how how did look, Spider-Man? We have to. Don't call me that. What? Why not? Because you change costumes. What are you even doing? Trying to burn through this? Well, that's not working, Spider. I'm not Spider-Man. You stupid kid. You know that that's probably my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. Hummingbird explains that she, he's Scarlet Spider and that the hummingbird and she's the water snake she's on a quest uh, and like can you please not call me Sam She'll, so then Araceli being Araceli is like Sam 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 um, Kane is like what are you doing and she's like he's like I'm concentrating he's like that's great and he's like I wish you were Spider-Man and he's like no you don't because Spider-Man can't talk to spiders what so basically Kane has a bunch of spiders eat through his invisible force field powering and Kane then jumps down so yeah, so that is the first time I think we've ever seen Kane use his spider powers, uh, talking to spider powers. That's actually somewhat useful. So he then disables everything, gets the gets the uh, helmet out. Once he gets the helmet out, uh, Nova's helmet out. Nova puts it on. So yeah, we get the new Nova. And then we have more evolutionary show up, and he's like, "Crap!" So they then engage in a battle. So. Um, they get engaged in a battle. Kane is like, been, he's called an abomination of science. He was never meant to be, and then that, now they will correct that. And Kane's like, nope. And so Nova shows up, uh, and's like, I'm gonna kick your tail. 
And Kane's pissed off because he's like, you were supposed to run, you idiot. And he's, you know, go get help. And he's like, we can do this, we can win. And he's like, no, no, we can't. <laughs> uh, Kane then does typical Kane stuff where he decides to be a little angsty and says, no, I'm not Spider-Man, but because Spider-Man would have been able to save passing out. So Nova then continues to fight. So then we have next issue, the second evolutionary war. So we pick up where we left off, issue number four. So written by Yost, still Marcus So doing the doing the uh, book. So we'll pick up actually in Ethiopia. We get a uh, we get the first meeting between the evolutionary and um, uh, high evolutionary. So then we pick up to nowadays where you know Nova is fighting. Um, He's like, uh, evolutionary's got him by the throat. And he's like, he's got what's coming to him. And he's like, you're not a kid. And he's like, sorry, you're killing him. Um, <laughs> my favorite part was Kane going, hey, Jackass, you might want to look up. The Warriors then show up. So we finally get, after four issues, we finally have the, all the new Warriors showing up. Um, and so the new warriors show up, so they're skipping diplomacy, and, and they're like, Mutant! You're just... And then everybody's like, you're just a human with Sunspot. And you got a demigod. And, and... Araceli's kind of out of her element. Uh, and Kane is just kind of pissed. He's like, we need to go and... You know, let me take care... You know, we need to get the hell out of here, basically. So... I evolutionary shows up. We get the big, big giant MacGuffin who's killing everybody with powers. So the evolutionary takes Sun Girl's hand is like, take my hand. The suffering is only for them. Would you kill one person if you could save a thousand? You wouldn't know. Brings up that typical thing. Everybody's about to die. And Sunspot's like, Sun Girl's like, no, speak for yourself. So she literally blasts the eye evolutionary into his MacGuffin machine and saves the new warriors. So... Herbert says, you think this is over, you think that you've won, but you really haven't. Araceli's like, we won, yo! So the New Warriors, uh, it's like, it's nothing but a setback. They go to, they're go they in the Savage Land, and then we have the Celestials. So then we have do- cats and dogs living together. Now, when we talk about cats and dogs living together, we literally mean cats and dogs living together. Yes, more Animen. We pick up... Um, in a battle with the new warriors and justice wants to know who the Scarlet spider is. Seems like every time Scarlet spider and justice get in the same room, all justice wants to know is who the hell Scarlet spider is. Now I also would be remiss, amiss to, to forget to mention that this is still written by Yost, but Marcus Stowe does not do the uh, art chores on ep- on issue number five. So yes, I uh, need to make that clear. Nick, Rolche does the art on this issue. We pick up with a, a chess game being played, and we're at Wondergore Mountain. They're trying to escape Wondergore Mountain. We have all the obligatory introductions via caption boxes. Justice wants to know who Scarlet Spider is. Namora is like, I'm not Namora, I'm some other chick. And, um, yeah. So. Down in the village, and they're like, "We're here to save you." And like everybody in Wondergore is like, "Hmm, yeah, we really don't care. We're just here. We just want to be left alone." So um, then we find 
some cats and dogs living together. And for some reason, Justice knows that Spider-Man has a spider sense, and like Kane's like, I don't have a spider sense, you idiot. So there's that. So then the other half of the New Warriors are eating food down in the village. And um, my favorite part, and they're like going around telling, t- talking about uh, who are you and you and you. Araceli's like, you can call me Araceli. I don't know who I am or how I got my powers, but I was attracted by a attacked by a fire salamander and the Mexican werewolves who work for the coyote who speaks to me in my dreams. And they're like, and you and Spider... No, it's Scarlet Spider. He's my champion. He's going to save me one day. I mean, he already did a few times, but he's going to save me again. So, they're always like, do you still cut yourself? You cut yourself. It gives you power. Because you blow those people up. Um, so, we then get into the mindscape where we see Pentons as speedballs. Speedballs trying to, uh... Um, trying to, um... Um, he's still trying to play off that he's not Pentons. So then we have a cat, Mr. Whiskers, who shows up and starts attacking everybody. And then, uh, cats hate water. So, <laughs> Kane, he attacks Kane specifically, and Kane's like, You are dead. And then the dog, uh, they're the new men. They're not the animate. I'm sorry. So we have Furball. Um, and the dog, who will completely look different later on in the sh- in the series. So Araceli <laughs> sees the cat, and he's like, he's like, oh my god, kitty! So then they transport Wondergore Mountain in the middle of New York City. The dog's like, I didn't know where Disneyland was. So then we pick up to issue six. Issue six is pretty much the New Warriors versus the Avengers, because the Avengers... The Avengers movie was coming out during this time. So basically, yeah, that's exactly what this is all about. So Justice talks to the new, talks to the Avengers. The Avengers get uh get uh hypnotized by a very uh, by a nefarious being. We then cut to our inhuman goes home. A bunch of other inhumans blow it up. And that's it, the end of issue six. I'm going to stop here for a second and kind of talk about what's going on. So first four issues Marcus Stowe does, and it's kind of like the bringing of the Warriors together. Artwork is great throughout these first four issues. I got to give Marcus Stowe a lot of, a lot of credit. However, the story itself, it takes four issues for all the Warriors to assemble. That's entirely too long of uh, of a time for the new Warriors to assemble. To me, this could have been done easily in two issues, and you could have cut out a lot of the fluff. The uh, High Evolutionary tries to they try to portray him as this big major threat, but he's literally basically defeated by a MacGuffin. I can't stand that. That's not it's not how this needs to work. So I I'm going to give this remarkably the first four issues to see. Plus, um, C plus. The next two issues, they're kind of just there. The Avengers, I, I got really, I remember getting really upset with issue number five of the new of Scarlet Spider because of the needless Avengers cameo. This kind of makes sense because they transport a mountain in the middle of New York City, um, but really not not needed, not needed at all. I this is a, a straight D. Artwork is not as good, so sorry. Um, if you like his artwork, but I'm not a fan of it. Um, so, 
Issue number seven. And so this is that's the first collection. So um, we pick up where we left off where they basically try to explode his uh, his apartment. He uses his energy sucker to suck everything out. He's eating the fire. Warriors show up to help him. They get his family out. Um, and so these... There's, basically, they're an Inhumans gang is basically what this all boils down to. We then have our... We're back to... We go back to Wondergore, which is, again, was in the middle of, of, of New York City. We have an entirely differently rendered um, furball. Uh, Mr. Whiskers. Mr. Whiskers is completely drawn differently in this issue than he is the re- than the other previous issues. This is because we have yet uh, we have Marcus Stowe come back and he re- com- almost completely redesigns the character. So, yay or nay, good or bad, this is this is where we're at. So, um, yeah. Not only is Mr. Whiskers redesigned, but we also have Jake Waffles. So, Mr. Whiskers and Jake Waffles, because reasons. Um, again, they're trying to figure out what they're doing, and they're back. And then we have a bunch of mysterious people outside of Earth's orbit that land on Earth. So, um, Mark, again, got captured by the Inhumans gang. Sun- Sunspot does everything she can to get them out. We're back at Wondergore. We then have uh, some some uh some backup called so we have a brand new character silhouette yay then lash shows up no those of you that know who lash is um know that he is a big bad on agents of shield now at this point obviously lash has not shown up yet so um you know this is just him in his comic form and all that fun stuff so then we go to issue number that we're that's wraps up issue 7 we're going to issue 8 i'm going to run through these really quickly until we get to issue 9 because reasons um all right so we got issue number 8 written by chris yost once again and um marcus doe does the uh, does the interiors on this so we have basically um lash versus the in versus who is if you don't know who Lash is, he's the in, he's the inhuman hunter. So Lash is kind of the guy that he goes around hunting inhumans. He's you know significant, and we get a little bit of the origin of Hitachi and him as a new warrior or, or as a uh, as an inhuman. Continue to fight with with Lash. Um, silhouette continues to try to fight with the inhumans. So that doesn't do a very good job, but she she gives it a, a valiant effort. Lash continues to try to hunt down Hayachi. The rest of the warriors um, continue. And then we keep having like these flashbacks intermingled in, talking about Hayachi. So this is really where we get his origins at. And so finally Lash gets defeated enough to where... Um, Nova, I guess, completely missed the memo, and he's like, "How do you know? How are you supposed to know when how to get to Singapore?" Um, so, like, everybody's separated. So then we go to issue nine. Issue nine is the one issue that I'm actually excited to talk about because issue number nine play if it pays off a gag that was in Scarlet Spider a lot, where we had um, giant. Well, basically, I'll, I'll just describe it to you. All right, so issue number nine is. Scarlet Spider and Justice versus a bear. 
So we open up in Houston, Texans. We got Choke the Bear. He gets hit by a meteorite. Justice and Kane are... are he, Kane is pissed off because they transported Wonder Girl Mountain to Houston. Because he's like, I, I thought you would want to come here. He's like, I don't want to be here, dude. So basically they have a heart-to-heart. Streets are empty. And then Choke the Bear is like, Finally you are here to prepare to be crushed by Choke the Bear! So yeah. Like, Justice is like, dude, that, that was obviously a mistake. So the rest of the New Warriors decide to go out on, on the town. And uh, we get... Choke the Bear's origin story. He basically became a really annoying mascot that's 60 feet tall and thinks he's doing stuff for for fun. And um, in his warped mind, he finally is like, Kane's the supervillain. And so, like, he ran off to Mexico and then he shows up and he's like, make some noise. He's completely and utterly insane. We have a appearance by Wally, which is the last appearance that but wally makes um you know the warriors decide to go out on the town in the czech, czech republic they while choke the bear versus justice versus scarlet spider scarlet spider basically saves justice and he's like you came back i'm, I'm really appreciate you doing that and so they do a fastball special where he literally rips choke the bear apart while the rest of the warriors uh are partying it up and like choke's not getting he's not very happy basically he exposes choke as a giant mascot that through to the meteorite there's still a human inside so like justice completely blows apart the uh the bits of choke and basically at the end of the issue you got justice saying um i need you and you're such an ass and that's the end of the issue i actually like this issue let me go back issues seven and eight um, don't care about the Inhumans, don't care about the Inhuman, um, on the team, so, D. Issue number nine, though, I am going to give an A. As much as some people thought it was stupid, it pays off a gag that's set up in Scarlet Spider, and I thought it was probably the best issue of the series. Gotta give some credit to the artwork, because it's not, it's, uh, not the same artwork that we get, th- actually, he only does this issue. Uh, we get, uh... Ford does the artwork on this, and um, kind of interesting because it's just basic. There, there is no title page, which I'm pretty shocked and surprised. But at least in my copy that I have, there's no title page. You would think there would be a title page, kind of explaining what's going on. But anyway, so yeah, that that leads us to the last three issues, and I'm going to run through these really, really fast because. Uh, we're getting past the hour mark here. We're probably, yeah, we're well, we're get, well, we're not quite to the hour mark yet, and I want to kind of get this within an hour. So really quickly, issues 10, New Warriors, basically it's the final three parts. So so I'm going to get the rundown of, of the entire team because I really haven't done that yet. Justice, Water Snake, Nova, Sun Girl, Speedball, Hayachi, Hummingbird, Jake Waffles, and Mr. Whiskers. So I've defeated the Eye Evolutionary, and they're still not, Nothing's done yet. The High Evolutionary show is back up. It seems like every, everything they're doing is to try to get... Um, um, trying to advance the plot. So New Warriors show up to, to fight the High Evolutionary because they, <laughs> they haven't done this enough. And so... Um, so this is basically a big fight issue. Um... Herbert has this big giant fear 
of that the celestials are going to going to um kill everybody. So Jake Waffles and Silhouette show up. Jake Waffles is Mr. Whiskers also is with them and they decide to team up. All of a sudden, Jake Waffles is in danger and so Mr. Whiskers finally just completely completely gets turned to dust. Not just dies, but gets completely turned to dust. And Herbert's like, "You know I had to I had to do this. I should have never created you." And so Speedball Speedball is attacked and 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 Kane just completely just pones the evolutionary. He just sneaks up on him and pones him. So Vance gets zapped off to to God knows where. Um, the Eternals show up, and that's the end of the issue. So we go to issue number eleven. Issue number eleven happens, and Joe's Marcus Stowe. He actually does the last three parts of this particular of this particular story. Eric Burnham helps write issue eleven. So there's that. Eric Bum returns. The Eternals are going to do whatever they can necessary to protect it. So so it's basically everybody is just watching Kane get his ass kicked. So Kane's basically just getting killed by the Eternals. And the Warriors show up and they start... They don't just show up. They're actually standing there. And they're like, I can do this. And like the Warriors are completely outmanned and outgunned. And you would think... This wouldn't, I mean, they basically just get their butts kicked. And so basically, they get thrown into this big giant machine, and all of them are about to destroy humanity until justice shows up and pretty much supposed to be here to save the day because justice really is the star of the show. So then we get to issue number 12, the final issue of this particular series, mercifully. And, um,. Yeah, so Justice shows up and starts fighting, and we kind of get uh, we go back a little bit before what was going on with Justice, and so the machine is being is activating. Everybody starts starts feeling it. Anybody with powers is starting to hurt. So we get Avengers Tower, Spider Man, um, all the bad guys like the like the uh, Wrecking Crew, um, everybody in New Salem and New Atlantean. And the Dream Grey School, so the mutants, and so everybody's just getting completely destroyed. All of a sudden, Justice shows up and basically fights the Celestials and just completely kicks everybody's ass. Like that's that's how it that's how it goes. Like he's like trying to make us understand, and then Herbert nearly gets killed by this by the Eternal. And he's like, my only goal was to save humanity. And they're like, well, to do do a better job. Quit being a jackass. So the Eternals basically get fought to a standstill, and they've disappeared, and, and uh, everybody goes their separate ways. And then um, we have Captain America talking with Justice and giving... Um, giving kind of a pep talk and they're like what are you going to do now we're going to expand and then all of a sudden it's like like a half splash page of the beginning and we get night thrasher back like when did night thrasher show up like there's like four other characters that show up in this book the very end that i don't know who the hell they are like what 
And Scarlet Spider's still there. I mean, ah, like, like, what? I don't understand. So this is basically the end of the beginning, and then there's not another New Warriors title. So, woohoo, congratulations. The next time we see the New Warriors, they are literally getting picked apart so they can pick Kane out of the Spider-Verse story. That's, that's the next time we see New Warriors. So, yeah. All right, so I'll talk about the last six issues. Really, really not good. Outside of... I've talked about the, I've talked about the kind of there, issue seven and eight. Issue nine's good. The last three issues, though, completely kill this title. They're absolutely a D minus, not a very good book. Don't recommend it. I don't. Kane's involvement here is minimal at best. He serves very little with the plot. This is supposed to be the absolute um, retelling of the like the like the next chapter of Kane's life. Don't care. That is the worst thing you can do if you're a Kane fan and you're writing a Kane book is make the the readers not care. Not good, not good, not good. So, all right, overall it's a it's a D. Overall this series is a D. And I hate that. I I really wanted to like this book. I like Chris Yost mostly. For the most part, he's very hot and cold. When he's on, he's great. When he's off, he's awful. And one of the last six books I actually liked, and it was kind of the one shot of the of the, of the of the last six books, I liked it. The rest of it can care less. Could care less. So there's that. So with that. That literally wraps this episode up. Uh, I, I can't even do anything more now because here we are. This, uh, this series shouldn't have been bad. That's my problem. Should have never been bad. Should have been a good series, but it wasn't. And so that's why it's getting a D. All right, next episode. I've already kind of teased it, but we're going to talk about it a little bit more. Um... We have quite a bit of material in Epic Book Number Two, Ben Riley Epic Book Number Two, that we've not covered. Next episode is going to be kind of a mini series catch up. After that, we're going to get back to our regular scheduled programming on CSC. We're going to have the whole crew back to talk more about '90s Clone Saga stuff. So uh, I would like for you guys to join me next time here on CSC. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll do a couple more of these um, before the end of the series. But I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed making it. So we'll see you next time here on the Spidey Dude Radio Network. I'm Zach Joyner, your friendly neighborhood webmaster, and this has been another exciting episode of Clone Saga Chronicles.